for hours. Please. Kiss me. Greetings and salutations and welcome once again to Cage's Kiss, the Nicholas Cage Cage based podcast in which we explore the lessons that we can learn from his cinematic masterpieces and his missteps along the way. And we glean wisdoms uh, to be found therein. Um, As usual, uh, I welcome you back to the actor's studio because I am James Lipton. And uh, my special guest tonight is a filmmaker, uh, uh, director of Awakenings and How Stella Got Her Groove Back. This is going to be uh, Linda Castro. Oh, hello. (laughs) Uh, Yes, my name is Linda, but you can call me The Cheese. And where does it stop? Where does this war going to end? Where the fuck (laughs) does it stop? (laughs) The The lightsaber, it goes about three feet and then the force stops it. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, uh, yeah. well, lasers technically go on forever. It's just the brightest point is the closest point, but we just can't. I'm Donnie, and <laughs> I did a lot of cocaine with this movie. Good idea. And I we have an awesome special guest. <laughs> Care to introduce yourself, sir? Hi. Uh, I was just waiting to see exactly how many crazy ass left turns this intro was going to take, and it took all <laughs> yeah. of them. Feel free to add it another took one. all of them. Um, so this, this is me, Rod, from Aquatine Hunger Force, and I'm so pleased to be here with y'all today. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, this, this is, I'm not touching you skin to skin. <laughs> this is Anthony Sitko from uh, Capes on the Couch, and uh, thank you so much for inviting me here to join you in Yay. your fuckery. Absolutely. Yay. I think he put it better than anybody and like more succinctly than anybody has before (laughs) our fuckery (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well i love your show and you were one of our first uh pod friends and so pod friends friends. the most real kind of friend pod friends are the best friends because you only talk to them but you never actually have to see them (laughs) exactly Uh and what gathers us today adrian yeah. well what gather us to is is us uh, today it, well it's 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 that little <laughs> fact that um well i live my life like there's no tomorrow all i have i had to steal uh, you know oh, yeah. at least i don't need to beg or borrow <laughs> i got no love no love you call real <laughs> panama Thank you, thank you, Linda, for for addressing me once again, uh, uh, James Lipton at the Actors Studio. Uh, we are here to talk about the, of course, the 2019 masterpiece of Nicolas Cage's "Running with the Devil." Um, this film uh, grossed a grand total of eleven thousand dollars worldwide on its release on September 20th of 2019. Eleven thousand dollars? Oh, sorry, one hundred and eleven thousand okay. um, dollars. Oh. No, eleven thousand dollars is where we're going to find. No, no, no. That's that's with our next one. Next, uh, 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 listeners, uh, we we had to view two cage movies close together, and they were both shot in Colombia for nothing, and both contained nothing. And uh, this is the first well, one. The second one made closer to eleven thousand dollars. They can, um, but they uh, contain traces of stuff. this shit is the truth it's gonna make a whole new generation a junkie (laughs) but um uh uh, this movie did not though because it was only released in lithuania ukraine and russia so musen squirrel comrade 
Um, it did its best business in the Ukraine, uh, where it opened at number Ukraine nine. Not weak. Behind Ukraine, Ad strong. Astra. <laughs> strong, yes. <laughs> and, and highly radioactive. <laughs> um, Ad Astra, Art of Racing in the Rain, and oh. Rambo Last Blood all opened ahead of this in Ukraine. Nice. Yeah. Way to ghost along. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Wonderful. Well, you know, it wasn't a very good sequel. You know, the saga kind of ends on a stinker. But you know, hey, this is better than running oh. with the devil. I'm just saying. Uh, so, so uh, what, what, uh, the reason I'm James Lipton this week is because this movie is the product of an auteur, a writer, director, uh, Jason Cabell. Yes, who apparently is mostly an actor. Most of his oh. credits are acting credits. He directed one of the thing called Smoke Filled Lungs, in which he also starred, but he shared directing credit with some other guy who I've also never heard of. Oh. I wonder what his favorite and, uh, curse word is. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Cunting. I'm pretty sure Shunting. he had a cameo in this one, but IMDb denies it. I'm pretty sure he's the one who says, one of you's going to Mexico. Smile. You've just been erased. Oh. oh woof. Yeah. So, uh, guys, it's a it's a crime epic about about the the scintillating nefarious drug trade. We learn uh-huh. all about where you get the cocaina. Yeah, yeah. again. And I'm so glad again. that this movie yeah. was made with zero negative uh, stereotypes about Latinos or Colombians <laughs> or no, Mexicans no. at all. This is just it's such a it's, positive portrayal. Yeah. Yeah, no, when yeah, you cut uh, every time down to Mexico and Colombia, I just feel this warm glow in my chest. Like, so That's respectful. the cocaine. Oh, ironically, the white powder melts away my white guilt. Is that how that works? <laughs> yes. <laughs> why it's do you think get it's cut been with heroin, so though. successful since the 80s? <laughs> this is why when we tried taking away Adrian's little plastic baggie, he just smacks us and tells us how 20 children had to collect all the cocoa leaves to make this powder for him. And how he supports <laughs> That's it. right. You got to clean your plate because they worked hard for it or the mirror in this case. <laughs> yes. I just noticed in, in the movie, they say somewhere in Mexico, like you only ever yeah. see yeah. that. With Mexico, you never see somewhere in America because it, yeah, you go, no. where in America? Where? You go somewhere in Mexico. Ah, who gives a fuck? Somewhere in Colombia. Nobody's going to care about that. It's like, Yucatan. that reminded me of a, Yucatan. It reminded me of a. Oh my God, is that near Cabo? Peter Griffin oh my God, was I, had, read, I went on spring uh, break there back in 13. Oh my God, you guys. It was amazing. No way. Oh, no way. Oh my it God. It reminded me of when Peter Griffin was trying to read an erotic novel. Or write one, and then he had Betty White read it. it yes. like, there was a hot secretary who was some kind of a Mexican or Latino chick. <laughs> she was like some kind of Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> you guys all act like you wouldn't jerk off to that. <laughs> like Betty White oh, reading Betty White reading erotica? erotica? Yeah. <laughs> It's everybody. Oh, yeah, Lois. Well, I wrote Bonfire of the Vanities. When you've seen everything you can think of online, I, guess I have. I have an MP3 of some radio show skit from like some you know morning zoo type show back in like 2000 that I pulled off a Napster or something, and it's Elmer Fudd oh, reads dear porno. God. <laughs> the tagline is "It's not porno, it's erotic." <laughs> uh, uh, well, Beautiful. speaking of erotic. 
we've got Sir Lawrence Fishburne back in, in the cage Woo! zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after after decades of respectability, Larry Fishburne returns to the, to the Nicolas Cage universe after having like avoided him very dutifully ever since the Cotton Club and and, and, uh, and Rusty James there. Yeah, Rumble fucking fish. <laughs> Oh God damn it! God damn it! Rusty James. <laughs> I, I, now I'd like to believe that Lawrence Fishburne doesn't know he was in this movie. But, Me too. You know, he's, my, my note, I my mean, note right after his first scene is: Well, I guess Morpheus took the blue pill this time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what have I told you? That cocaine was cut with heroin, and I'm jerking off right now watching it too. <laughs> He was, you know, he's just making work for those hard-working gist moppers I, I could there. have gone my all, entire you know, life without seeing Lor- Lawrence Fishburne jerking <laughs> off and then proceeding to yes. bang prostitutes without taking his underwear off. Now that's a fucking skill. Yes! Or knowing the one to take off for a uh, strap-on. <laughs> I ain't paying oh, yeah, extra for like, that. I ain't, but I ain't paying extra for that mess. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get it in the back soon. <laughs> uh yeah no and the part where we go to america and seattle puffy quotes tacoma puffy quotes yeah. and in fact canada surprisingly enough was also puffy quotes yeah because this shit was actually shot in pittsburgh oh the well, columbia stuff is columbia but the yeah. america stuff is pittsburgh so no no seattle no tacoma not even canada Our and next you'd think movie like well, you're making some... a cheap piece of shit uh, our next movie has fil- uh, scenes that were filmed in Columbia, too. So I think that this was one of those cases where he's just like, well, fuck it. While I'm in Columbia. Well, I'm here. <laughs> As I'm he does a line. Really bad, <laughs> yeah. <video> movies. <laughs> brown, brown. I appreciate I appreciate the amazing <laughs> Colombian film industry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and of course we have another fucking Patriot Pictures film. Yeah. Isn't it always just awesome when that logo's on there? <laughs> yeah, Don't you just nut when you see it. that? You're like, wow. I popped such an America boner like when that came up. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. You, you, you popped your 24-ounce tall boy. You know, you cradle your gun in your hand. You ate a chicken wing. Stand up. Nick. I actually <laughs> cried because I needed toilet paper, but because of the pandemic, there was none. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Winco still has some out here. They just don't have none of them good brands. You get those. Yeah, get I was actually laughing about shit. that. The store, all they've Ooh. got is Angel Soft, and nobody wanted to buy that because they know that that shit is just confetti for your ass. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's like yeah, I want to wrap papers around my ass hairs. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's three ply, and there are about five sheets on there. I this will last you all of ten seconds. I would totally argue that this is right on topic for the movie <laughs> like talking about ass what? oh assholes and dingleberries <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, wiping your ass Linda, with you sandpaper did, did you did you chart the plot of this one or did you chart the part uh, of of kill chain i charted the plot of kill chain because this okay. one i started both to kind of need it yeah i started uh, to in this one but then i like I mean, we're going to get it in the next episode, but this one uh, is more not, competent. Well, it's, not, it's not necessarily mm. plot uh, in in uh, running with the devil. That's the issue. It's just the fact that they decide they're going to show this, uh, you know, life threatening issue from all sides, and so you get more characters than you'd have in a freaking Russian novel. I'm actually like glad they- we watched both of these, and I watched. I mean, Kill they're, they're a good pairs. 
But I'm oh, you I'm, did. Yeah, I, I'm glad we did though because it seems like these things kind of got mixed up. Like maybe they yeah mixed the directors because when I found out, um, you know, we'll talk about in the next episode. The director of the next movie we watched, that's his first debut. And that kind of felt like that was the case in this, that this was a first time director doing something because the story is like, it's like I was explaining to uh, the friends I subjected this movie to. Oh, not again. I liked it. What is wrong with you? I liked it because (laughs) they like movie nights. I was like, I liked the movie, but it felt like when I wrote a story in uh, high school for Halloween, and they said it has to be at least 10 pages long. And I wrote a 35-page story because I'm like, this is getting really awesome. And the teacher's like, okay, it's great, but you got to condense it down to 10 pages. I'm like, fuck you. And it's like, <laughs> okay, let's take out all the background, all the character building, all the explanations for things. And we'll just have simple character do a simple thing. And then this character get mad at that character because, oh, I can't get you. And that frustrates me. The and guy in the bad guys doing the other bad guy things to other bad guys. Because <laughs> But yeah, it's like <laughs> all these bad things happen. You're seeing these guys get away with it. And you're seeing bad guys do bad things to other bad guys. There's really no kind of motivation between it. And then the officer lady who also just tortures people the because agent it gets in her charge there. yeah the agent in agent charge, charge as she's known as our the characters woman. don't have names they all have titles cage is yeah. the cook and this blonde lady is agent in charge with a crackly font on the screen to show you that it's cool which is wow. our next okay. movie as well but and it's our like next she just kills also. off the cook because oh you're never gonna get caught and you're just gonna keep on doing this and i you're hate never the gonna law get caught you booger i hate you when it's, it's like, not okay. like they, my, they're not going to find him a replacement. So it's like, my sister, all she did yeah, was Barry get herself Pepper, a ticket to bang you with a plunger women's prison. That's all she did. Well, mm. I mean, maybe, you know, some women want that. <laughs> like, it, no judging here. Oh, oh she was lonesome. And so she wanted a tighter dating pool. I want to be, I'm going to be on the market. I want to be an option. I, 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 I guess so. She's supposed to use handcuffs for, I think she's, she's wild. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, handcuffs are not a nine millimeter. So I'm not sure why Cage thought that. <clears throat> well, um, um. <laughs> well, you know, a pizza party is the most special kind of party. I hope you realize that. Oh, God. Bring me a win. <laughs> See, uh, Nicholas Cage, the cook, lives in Seattle, puffy air quotes, and he works at a pizza restaurant called Breakfast Lunch Dinner. Yes. Which and he wears a chef's outfit. Nothing Even to though do it's clearly just like a fucking Chuck E. Cheese or something. No. Also. Also yeah, no, it's just to give him like he ate all of the extra pies that were made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Out, and I was like, can't let him go away. to a man? Cage ate the prom. <laughs> well, Larry Fishburne's character was just the man. So that was taken. So like Cage is like, wait, I too am a man. I know I'll be the cook. Uh, yeah. I'll be like a kid friendly, like pizza chef. Yeah, it'll be like really fun. Yeah. But again, like I said, yeah. it's, it was a good movie. There was a potential for a good, interesting movie. It's just, a very I don't understand how you, it's like being given a very nice sandwich, but you still decide to take a shit on it for some reason. Is, was it a shit or was it they're all like, well, this lettuce is good, but we need three kinds of lettuce. We need three <laughs> kinds of bread. We need three kinds of meat. You know what? And they there, never there focus it down to what it, would work. There you go. It's like when you go to 
Jack in the Box, or no, Carl's Jr., and you get two best bacon western cheeseburgers, you eat one, and then decide, I'm going to save that for after I get home from drinking because I need food to help with my hangover. So you pop that sucker in the oven, and then you forget, oh, crap, it's got the tomato on it, and it's got lettuce. Oh, well, <laughs> screw it. And then the next oh. thing you know, you're eating a crusty-ass burger bun with mushy as hell, burn-your-tongue-hot pieces of lettuce and a liquefied Donnie. tomato slice. You gotta dissect that shit before you do that. Well, no, I, I know that you this... do. I don't. Do I get that. The, I get the patty back in the pan and everything when I do that. It's like no, no, this shit's science. I'm gonna bring it back to life. I just right scrape now. the sauce off the bun, put the bun inside the toaster, and then I heat up on the skillet the meat patty, and that's about it. Then just reconstruct. Listeners, it you're gonna want to take notes right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I this just think that um, agent in charge is just a goddamn movie. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't help if we're masturbating, because some of us might be. <laughs> I just think yeah, that we'll never would have made a better television series, maybe. Um, yeah. like if it they looked like it wanted to be. It wanted out. to be that. It wanted to be. What, what the fuck was that? The fucking narco show. 28 grams, yeah. too. And I feel yeah. like it was just trying to be, or 21 grams, whatever it was. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, well, it's just a lot of They clearly stuff. were unfocused. Yeah. Um, one thing we know for sure, though, is that agent in charge lady was Leslie Bibb, who yes. was from North Dakota, and she was raised in Virginia, oh, yeah. and she was in Talladega Nights and the first two Iron mm-hmm. Man she movies, yep. and she, yeah, yeah, and she was in Wrist Cutters: A Love Story, which is actually good. I remember that. Yeah, oh. because that that's got the that's got the what's it calls it? Um, um, Tom Waits. Tom Waits is in that one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, boobies. Yes. <laughs> I do love me some uh, Tom Waits. Uh, so you'll notice with this one, uh, they spell, well, if you could stick around, they spelled Nicholas Cage's name wrong in the closing credits. Oh, uh, I well, took a little screenshot for us. Those, those credits, when they start cutting in shots of Columbia again, you pretty much, you know, hit the X and you tap out, you know, you're yeah, on screen. You're like, ask, fuck you, no more. the extra scenes at the end? Uh, yeah, it's like they, they tried to bookend it because the, it starts. It's already too long. <laughs> it starts with the headmistress, principal, whatever of yeah. the uh, the woman's uh, kid's school saying that she was behind intuition and then later on she's... We're going to go to our farm. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Never mind what we farm there. It's the coca leaves for cocaine but never mind. <laughs> but then later the superintendent is like basically licking her ass and being like that's perfect that you want to take your kids out early to go to the arcade. Again. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> and then we get to see exactly how cocaine is made. So uh, everybody, yeah. if you ever wanted to get into that, yeah. Well, and then uh, see um, the kids picking the leaves. At the end, you see. Let's make a game. Taken Spanish in twenty years, and I speak it better than Nicolas Cage. Right. Yes, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Hola. Mi amo es the cook. El chef. <laughs> Una cerveza, <laughs> por favor. Alaso <laughs> wipo. I love Donde este burrito? Pitbull chained up outside, like the shorthand. They're like, yeah. we have to show that these are bad guys. Oh, they've got a chained up pitbull. Okay, these are bad motherfuckers then. I actually thought, God, I would love it if that was a pug. <laughs> it's like just have these like big oh. thugs outside and a fucking smash faced pug with its eyes bugging out. At Here's you. my question: If Donnie were a cocaine dealer, how do they get that plastic wrap in the middle of the fucking Colombian jungle? Oh, I kind of wonder. Harvest that. it, Senor. 
That is where it comes from, from the plastic wrap tree. Oh, One thing God. I love is that the Reynolds um, birch. The description of the movie refers to Barry Pepper's uh, character's name as, um, or character as the CEO of a drug cartel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, like, yeah. No. So they right. have CEOs, and they have like, what? Do they have well, a fucking board? bringing up? Uh, Barry Pepper now because now like that question for the ages has been expanded because it used to be like what's Barry Pepper's worst movie is it Knock Around Guys or Battlefield Earth it's Battlefield hard to tell Earth. but now this one's in the running I know I, I don't oh, know Knock Around I Guys would is rather watch shit. this than Battlefield Earth I'm, I'm just gonna say 500 fights Dutch angles <laughs> <laughs> it's ugly as shit though even without that that's the thing it's this subtle ugly that creeps in and upsets your stomach it's like a warm Pepsi yeah a warm Pepsi and a punch in the stomach, and maybe some of the, one of those off flavors of Nyquil, <laughs> or Coke Zero, which just tastes like coffee grounds. And milk. <laughs> I don't like Coke Pepsi Zero. Blue. What's it? The Crystal? Are, do, do, do you do you do not mind crystal Coke Zero? Hey, wait, I love Crystal Pepsi. Fuck you in your face. <laughs> when that came back, I cried hot tears of joy and filled up a shopping cart with it. When oh that came my. back, it was the best thing that ever happened, and they took it away again. I hadn't had any since 1993. In a beautiful day in fucking Watkins Glen, New York, where I heard Super Champ for the first time. I was in heaven, and then I had to come back down. I kind of want to agree with him, but I kind of don't. But I do, because I was the same way when the Ghostbusters 2016 thing came out. And High C brought Ectoplasm, the drink bag. Oh my yes! god, Ecto Cooler! Yes! I love that shit. I destroyed a radio with that one. It's oh really god, I missed that. You know, it was back for a little while as High C's shouting orange tanger green. We yes. bought the fuck out of that until they discontinued that one. Because they, they hate had me. The, the universe um, hates me. They had the sodas based on like the Mario characters, and they had like oh, the Yoshi yeah. one. Oh. oh fuck, man. What if oh. Coke and Pepsi actually did something like that with Nick Cage? They just put out oh like a vampire's god. kiss cherry coke and oh like, my god uh, the one in the flavor of hot coke. tears <laughs> no, desperation no, no, no. the vampire's kiss cherry coke would taste like a cockroach hot yogurt half cockroach <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's got it's got cockroach and, and uh, Jennifer Beals flavor in it Ease. oh god <laughs> this one's as bad as your best friend and, and coke dealing pimp pushing you off of a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my chances with the cartel. Well, no! <laughs> so can we talk about the fact that anytime in a movie when a drug lord says, no, it's okay, there's no problem. Say, yes! do you want something to eat? Yeah. Like, yes! <laughs> I'm going to get you some sauce. I've been smoking mm -hmm. this pig for 16 hours, hombre. And then, I laughed so hard here's when the, he like wiped thing. the blood off that knife he didn't, and uses he it didn't to cut his the blood steak. Off the knife. Yep. He proceeded to just no! cut right into the yes! pork with the blood on the knife. And, and like, even his friend who sits down flavor. to eat with him. Even his friend who sits okay, to eat yeah. with him. It's like, dude, that guy bled out in that fucking salad and you're just chopping down and on it like it's with sauce. Kobe beef. I'd like to point out that the worst part's not the blood. It's the fact that it was on that guy's unwashed neck after he'd been walking with a backpack through the jungle. Oh, that's that true, too. too. But, um, well, he did Blood's kind of fine. wipe off the knife on, on the guy's back. Yeah, but, but not um, enough to not, not worry. Not enough, no. But then, but then like, when you were talking so about So that guy the, could um, work at Subway. You were talking about no. the other guy eating the the blood drenched food, Subhood. but also it's fucking drenched in sauce, man. Like, he ruined yeah. it with the sauce. 
<laughs> we don't know what sauce that was. Maybe it's awesome. Maybe it that barbecue like sauce could like, make you kick your mom. But I don't know, like sauce, uh, like drenched in sauce plus blood. I don't know. I, I only like the blood of Didn't uh, orphans. did you see Planet Terror? Blood's the secret ingredient. Oh, that's Maybe true. there was just a lot of cocaine in his blood, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> get a little so buzz from that pork. I get the feeling yes. that well, this movie was trying to do its quote-unquote cool shit with the, with, the, with the characters not having names. Like it was trying to be like Walter Hill's The Driver. Hmm. Except yeah. Walter Hill's The Driver was interesting, you know. <laughs> yeah, Ryan O'Neill, you know. Again, there are more interesting movies about bad guys doing bad things, and this just wasn't that. I mean, it just it like really like it, well, you know, it's 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 an it's 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 another one where uh, where they they could have they would have gained a lot of points by not trying to be so cool all the time, and they would have yeah. gained even more points by picking wh- which of the six movies they were really trying to do. Yeah, and the really the only interesting movie in there was the Lawrence Fishburne movie. It where, was where he's become addicted to his stock, and he's and he started cutting it with heroin and fentanyl, and and he misses his daughter's piano recital. He's like, I am bazooted right now. You have got to take these dead hookers, and I've got to get to this piano recital right now. I'm too fucked up to go. Whoa, wait a minute! You're gonna stick me with dead hookers? Well, My daughter's piano recital, <laughs> which is I think that's to what. Yeah, I kind of think that was the bad point in the movie was that things happen, but then they have to move on to something else to set up to Mm -hmm. happen without anything after. Because, like, especially when um, the enforcer lady finds uh, Lawrence Fishburne and is like, you're going to help us out and you're going to help us get the cook. He's like, okay, lady, because I don't want to go to jail. And then Cage kills the uh, delivery guy that was with him. And they dump their phones yeah, and head off. Yeah. And then she's like, oh my god, the guy is gone. And so is his phone. And we have nothing now. It's like, hey, oh Canada well, man, move Canada on to the next scene. That man's wanted for murder in the United States. Canada guy, stop that plane right now. Yeah, I'm not going to stop that plane. I'm a Canada guy. And you're an American lady. And you're being kind of rude right now. So, Sorry. No. But drug lords. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was going to say. Like, it wasn't accurate. Because if it were a real Canadian, I feel like he would have been like, sorry Well, yeah, that. that's the problem. It's like, they should have just <laughs> shot the whole thing in Canada, including the Columbia scenes. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, they could have done that and then just try to have them hold in their breath so you don't see it when they're breathing out. It's like, man, it's you know, hot here in Colombia. <laughs> just uh, just uh, make like Dog Day Afternoon and have everybody have an ice cube on their tongue, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel They like can suffer for the art. Did, did anybody today, else Adrian. dig the uh, late 80s, early 90s thriller movie music? In the beginning, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if I even noticed that over the freaking pulse pounding pop soundtrack on there. <laughs> Angel boy, I was too distracted by the fact like, that like, two minutes in, and there were already two overhead shots of a toilet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just letting you know nice what's toilet. to come. It's uh-huh. like, hey, look, guys, uh, there's, there's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a saw sequel right now, and then the rest of the movie happens like that wasn't a saw sequel. What the hell? There I wanted were a, a different lot of kind of convoluted bullshit in this movie. Hmm. Oh. So maybe the cast was imported from Canada. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like okay, we had two dead hookers, well, dancer lady prosties that died of an overdose. Sex. And I know it was so great. Then we had the driver who had himself a woman as well, but she was at least happy and she stayed. Mm-hmm. She was totally cool, even when he grabbed a gun and she got out of there all smiles and said she'd call him. Harder. Back. <laughs> yes. 
It's like these mm-hmm. these ladies were treated pretty okay uh, until they died. <laughs> well, only what? two no, of they them. Were, they were put gently to their rest. It, it could have been worse. I mean, like yeah. that that coke had heroin and fentanyl in it. It seems like it was a pretty good time. Like Adam Goldberg was even saying, "It's like what the fuck's in this shit?" I feel like I'm happy about this. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, and even so, like Lawrence Fishburne said, it's "Like how are these unprofessional bitches gonna come into my house and OD like that?" <laughs> yeah, only forty percent of the sex workers died (laughs) that really should have been the whole movie though it should have just been adam goldberg and lawrence fishburne like trying to hide dead hookers while while lawrence fishburne's trying to act not stoned around his estranged family i would have watched the shit out of that i would have definitely watched it because i just kept envisioning it as as, uh eddie uh joey's crazy roommate from friends yes right (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna get the fish it's gonna be like ryan's babe except every time they run into women they die of an overdose (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> These are both so Ryan's babe too. Oh, my god. oh man. I, I don't it, like that color blue. <laughs> I have in my notes from while I was watching it. I'm about 45 minutes in and wondering when it's going to get interesting. Yeah. Like spoiler, yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, we were we were kind of live chatting each other off and on while watching it, not quite in sync, but yeah, no, it was kind of like a oh Oh, I mean, yeah. That's... And they're like, no, no. Wait till you get to the ending. It's really gonna suck. Then I'm like, oh. Well, that's what I was saying too. It's like watching it again. It's just it wasn't interesting. You didn't get invested in these people because it didn't mm-hmm. give you anything more really to go into the character except the whole Nick Cage running the breakfast, lunch, and dinner place. And it's like, okay, that was character, but we would need more of this. But you just aren't given anything to actually care. Even when Lawrence Fishburne Dying. is burned. Well, not literally burned, which he does get later, but burned by the cartel. And it's like, okay, we're going to start feeding parts of you to a dog because I'm bored and it helps me with reading a book on leadership. Yeah, that tattoo, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Elite hunting. And And then to show us the reveal of Nick Cage is like, I am alive, you bastard. Yeah, also. (laughs) Wait a minute, but you died. It's like, turns out I didn't die. Surprise. The the most unbelievable part of this movie is that we're supposed to believe that Lawrence Fishburne and Nicolas Cage are able to survive fucking trekking through the Canadian wilderness on all the drugs. (laughs) Like, fat overweight with likely heart defects and all that when shit. they got like With 35 kilos in their backpacks the so mm-hmm. they can yes through the wilderness <laughs> and and then you know nick cage fucking survives the fall yes we yes. live in seattle where we had like four years ago a story about two heroin junkies stuck in a car we had a huge avalanche of snow in this area and they died getting high in the car to try to stay warm together it's like, oh. if these fuckers can die in that, why do Lawrence Fishburne and Chubby Cage live? <laughs> they they should have made the whole thing that they keep taking their pocket chairs out and sitting down like every five feet or so. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, this is a lot harder than it looks on TV. So basically oh it should have been Jack Nicholson and, uh, oh God, I just forgot his name. It should have been the bucket list is what you're saying. Morgan Freeman. Oh, Morgan, Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. But honestly, the part that made me laugh hysterically while watching this, like the only time I laughed watching this, was when Nick Cage sets him on fire and then hobbles off on his crutches (laughs) really quick. And I'm like, oh God, it would have been great if he set himself on fire in the process. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm sure in the the trekking scene, if they would have given you a bird's eye view, you would have seen it was just like a five minute walk. (laughs) 
<laughs> they were just the, like, the right from over a there. Lot. <laughs> See, even that you could have done like a revenant thing where you could have shown Nick Cage crawling around in the snow. He's like, oh, there you go. After getting raped by a bear. And I was getting, getting raped revenant by a bear. confused with ravenous. Oh, God. <laughs> that works oh. too. That's an old movie. That was very sneaky. <laughs> But, you know, guys, you're forgetting the good news about this movie and that you see dudes with their shirts off a lot. Oh, yeah, lot. there was that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a small compensation after everything that's wrong with well, this. Well, does that mean we're ready for Linda's segment thing? <laughs> Why, Linda, do you have a segment? Why, yes, I do. You Thank you for asking. Does. <laughs> I want his clothes off. Clothes off. do you? Clothes off. Do you? <laughs> Not his. Um, no. <laughs> Well, but you know me. I'm I'm not like whose who's clothes do we get? It's it's for you know for you know me. It's not about like the sexuality about it, but it's just like the curiosity. Like it's just I, the I'm I'm gonna go to but, my but, grave with my only regret being that I haven't seen Peter Fox dick while he was alive. We um, can dig him up. <laughs> While he was and, alive. And Victor, haven't you noticed that you'd ever see John Wayne's penis? <laughs> John well, Wayne's penis. There's a reason they call me the Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, damn it, end the suspense. Tell us who we see naked. Well, stop okay. the lawyer. In the beginning, <laughs> you see a naked dude tied up but then you find out that it's morgan Fre- morgan freeman god damn it you're talking <laughs> about list. <laughs> i want to see morgan freeman's dick so bad you probably can if you look hard enough <laughs> we, we get lovely, lovely Larry <laughs> it was Fishburne. in me all along <laughs> you're probably wondering how we got here well i'll tell you if you ever wanted all of lawrence Fishburne, linda was a good friend you're mine. gonna get <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you see naked Lawrence Fishburne, but you don't see anything. You you see like the side of but, him. But you know, if you had your Photoshop skills, you could make it all happen since there is a strap on in another scene. <laughs> yeah. True. Just saying, just kind of like um, copy paste. <laughs> well, I think that he's a never nude and that's why he was he kept having sex with his underwear on. <laughs> Um, no, they didn't pay him a damn thing for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dozens! <laughs> I think so, I made a terrible mistake. Besides that, you also see uh, boobies. And uh, you see a chained up Adam Goldberg in a little pair of chonies, oh, yeah. if that's your thing. And for me, that chain, was chain, kind of my chain. thing. Actually, when Victor I saw Adam that Goldberg. scene, when I saw him in his, his tight little black chonies, <clears> I was thinking, huh, so that's what that looks like. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you just if you just take Check. those two scenes and make a trailer out of it, this still looks like Saw, like part nine or something. True. Mm. And he's actually uh, he's actually in his his chonies or uh, his man chonies like twice. So um, yeah. So there's a lot of that. Okay. But uh, this concludes Linda's cl- close off. <laughs> close on. Close on. <laughs> close on. <laughs> Donnie. Brought to you by a grant from the Mobile Corporation. Were you able to find any interesting reviews? Oh reviews. boy, howdy. Oh. <laughs> oh, I bet I bet people love this one, Donnie. One of the worst movies I have ever seen. 
Nicolas Cage seems to be collecting money to do movies by the dozen. These last years, hmm, Lawrence Fishburne (laughs) plays one of the worst pimp junkies in movie history. He's not a pimp. Apparently, yeah. I don't know how, but, uh, you know, pimping ain't easy. this reviewer might be a little racist. The rest is even (laughs) worse than the two. Stay away from this movie. If it, it would be free... I would not have had it because it would be too expensive. The wow. editing is some of the worst I've ever seen. It was choppy and incoherent. We are constantly flashing between characters and places. The constant bombardment of hookers and repugnant sex scenes were so over the top it was offensive. The surprise ending wasn't so much of a surprise as you didn't really get to know any of the characters so you couldn't predict (laughs) it this was a terrible movie a waste of money a complete and total turd and lastly this is kind of fun i guess okay i didn't buy this movie because i have been getting burnt lately on bad movies with good actors in it and so i got it from our library Okay, here we go. Within the first ten minutes or so, Fishburne, who I love as an actor, goes into a strip joint and pays to watch two women go at it behind a glass window, and then he, um, relieves himself. Ugh, I thought, okay, maybe it will get better. Um, nope. (laughs) Two women show up at his home and take off their coats, and one of them is wearing a, um, well, (laughs) strap-on. And it is shown, <laughs> and that was it for me. Shut it off. Novel. Oh, Shut oh, it a rubber off. penis, and it's all over. <laughs> Glad I got it from the library instead of buying it. Tony, you should trick this guy into watching Winter Beast. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> oh Jesus, Adrian! <laughs> or he relieves himself. That 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 does not mean what he thinks it means. You make it sound like he's doing his business on you when he's on top of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like did he drop a deuce? <laughs> I can't shit without I, watching two lesbians go at it. I was watching it. some girl-on-girl action with strippers, and then I had an accident. Oh God, no. <laughs> Uh, and I I love Lawrence Fishburne, so this was pretty hard for we, me. We all and do. I we love him do. and his wife, uh, and like oh, his gorgeous. He just wasn't wife. there. I actually don't know who he's married to. He uh, just wasn't it, in this Gina movie. Gina Torres, um, from Firefly. No, really? Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, I'm looking it up just to make sure I have the right name. But um, feel free to call us liars in the comments, listeners. <laughs> he, Jesus Christ, Adrian, you're not going to get your way every goddamn time. You keep asking to be flamed, and they're not going to do it because they know it's what you want. They don't have to flame about us. The comments don't even have to be related to the show. Don't flame us. I don't want to hear Adrian. about their days. <laughs> Just go political out of nowhere. No. Come God on, listeners. It. You got it in you. Oh, oh, no, they're divorced. But yeah, it's Gina Torres, dun, dun, and they divorced dun. in 2018. They have one uh, probably I- immensely gorgeous child together. Can we blame this movie on them? Um, Sure. Okay, oh, wait. Wait, if they hadn't had a sloppy divorce, he would never have done this movie? Well, we're going to say that this caused a sloppy divorce. Even if the oh. divorce went really well and they're still friends, it was a sloppy, messy divorce and a lot of things were burnt. I mean, they were probably filming at the, uh, just like right after or at the same time. Uh, yeah. Because they divorced in May of 2018. 
So, and this was released in 2019. Um, and yeah, Gina Torres played Zoe in uh, Firefly and Serenity. I honestly yeah. was trying to remember if that was Lawrence Fishburne's the one with the daughter who started doing porn and then tried getting out of that. Or if it was another person. There's been a lot of that. Listeners? <laughs> yeah, tell us uh, who's doing the porn, listeners. Well, I know, I know Steven you. Spielberg had a daughter that did. And that was a big huh. catastrophe. Spielberg's sister produced some very terrible uh, 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 low-budget science fiction movies in the early 80s. And Spielberg. So that's as bad as porn. The more you know. Actually, okay. porn's more interesting. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, it looks like Montana Fishburn. There we go. Yeah. Um, she, <laughs> she was in something called Fatties, Rhymes, and Dimes, 14... And yeah. a video for Montana Fishburn, which sounds to me like a, a compilation porn. Yes. But uh, she was trying to get her name removed or image from that. And it was a phase. <laughs> it was all a phase. Oh, well, that's, that's yeah. okay. That When you said get out of it, I'm like, well, you just stop doing them. But it's like, oh, she wants it removed. It's out there already, idiot. Yeah, that's that was definitely porn because she co-starred with Mr. Pete. And Mick Blue. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, the tagline was an A list daughter makes her XXX debut. So, oh my. Yeah, yeah. So just throw Tom movie. Sizemore in that one, you know, and John Wayne Bobbitt, you know, make it a real star stud of the fair. Yeah. Tom Sizemore. Like he'll do it for the math, right? Star studded. <laughs> yeah, let's go into your shit segment with stars of the eighties. Nobody remembers now. <laughs> uh, I don't give a fuck if they remember. I remember. He reads the notebook to me, and I remember. Oh god. Because it's time for sequel. sequel. Return. Return. More. More. Harder. 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 More. Sequel. Return. More harder. We're going to start with me. So we got Bruce Dern and David Lee Roth in. Everybody wants some. The cradle will rock because Top Jimmy is going to dole out some pound cake down on this mean street. Bruce Dern is a hard-bitten detective who ain't talking about love. Hell no, he ain't the worst that you've seen. We open on the agent in charge lady in her cold water apartment. She thinks she hears a noise. She checks the window. She finds her dead dog in the fridge. Then somebody comes in behind her and gives her a full load of heroin right in the neck. Yeah, justice. <laughs> and it's a cocaine cowboy odyssey that's shot in Mexico. Cocaine wow. cowboy odyssey. Fantastic. Right. Uh, oh, eight, one, two. <laughs> it's the 1980s. Cocaine is at its most popular and deadly. A man known as The Cook is on his way to deliver another batch of pure, uncut Colombian gold. However, when he crosses paths with an Italian pasta chef, played by Gene Wilder, a mix-up occurs, <laughs> and the cartel take care, take back the wrong cook. Meanwhile, in the heart of Detroit, a drug-dealing pimp known as The Man, played by Richard Pryor, is living the high life, awaiting another shipment from the cook. However, he soon finds himself in the most deadly mix-up of his life. The pasta hits the walls as this unlikely <laughs> duo team up to clear the mess, save their lives, and possibly learn a little bit about each other. This is called The Man with Two Left Shoes, Part 3. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not spaghetti, it's linguine. Now it's garbage. Um, oh, good gravy. My sequel is, <laughs> sequel is going to assume that uh, it's just, well, it's not going to assume anything. It's just going to pretend that uh, Cage's character didn't die. Um, but something happens to the coach of that little league and he's got to take over, but he's developed a, a bad problem, uh, tr- sampling his own shit. So <laughs> he is a drunk and he's a cocaine addict, uh, being the coach for a little league team. What's the worst that could happen? Bear, oh. Bad news bears. <laughs> I was hoping for a ladybug sequel. <laughs> Running with the bad news bears, so he, everybody. He, Running with he the dresses bad news bears. a boy. He dresses a a young boy as a little girl for no reason. No, no. He dresses (laughs) Nicolas Cage as a girl to play on the soccer team. (laughs) There's nothing in the rules that says he can't do it. (laughs) My name's Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to bring us victory. (laughs) And he doesn't even shave for it either. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, throw in a Zach Galifianakis, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just fix the movie, I think. Seth Rogen. And... Oh, I'm sorry, Anthony. What, what did you have for uh, sequel return? I, I, <laughs> nothing I came up with was nearly as entertaining as. as come on, edition. come on! Don't diss it. We want to hear it. <laughs> My my story was mostly just about the the family down in in Colombia and Ooh. wanting to know more about. I mean, just I didn't flesh mine out nearly as yes. much as you guys did. I just want to know oh, how this awful. guy ended up in the situation. Also, what's going on with the mom and how did her kids end up in this preppy school and why have the authorities yes. at the school yeah. not given half a shit about the fact that they know that this kid that these kids are you know. The, the children of a of a drug kingpin and and are they getting paid? Yeah, there is a story to there. Look the other way. Do they go to school with the with the kids of the the the, the drug lord? You know who killed the other guy? Like what's what's yeah. his story? You know I want to know how he ended up. Mm-hmm. What where did he find that pig? You know that was one of the things that was just like <laughs> okay. Where do you... Keeping up with the Escobars. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and at the end was the. The guy lost. It was hard Kinda. to tell. Like, what the fuck was going on there? Like, I mean, the, there was the so much spiritual credits? truth laid down, you know, in all those right, scenes. Right at the yeah. end, so, I think you know, it was a obviously, situation where he was definitely like, okay, these are all different trips he's taken because each time the ribbon was a different color. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, even, even oh yeah, no, no. And dies. sometimes he puts on the baseball cap forward, and sometimes he puts it on backwards. You know, it's like oh, a switch. Lord Adrian, no, <laughs> no. I, I just so he's just making money. You know, he's just yeah. The the drug trade goes on. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you know, and yet he doesn't get that full price per kilo. It's tragic. Hey, Donnie. Still, yeah. Um, why don't we start a family farm? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's Washington. Why not? We'll, we'll see how things go. I mean, but no, I mean, it's not Washington. A... We're in Ohio or one of those other states you don't care about. But it's I am from America in Arizona. I raise rabbits. <laughs> What's it called? I think it was uh, the movie with Johnny Depp Blow. Kind of touched a little bit on it. But it is an actual thing in Colombia that they do just randomly pick up kids to go picking cocoa leaves in the fields. 
but then they end up converting it to full-time jobs. And that's why there's a lot of people that are completely illiterate and just gave up on school because they're basically being told, if you go out and pick these leaves for us, we'll pay you $50, which was a shit ton of money for these people. So they're just like, all right, well, fuck school. I want to go pick leaves in a field and possibly die. <laughs> Columbia, everybody. I, I, I haven't watched a lot of documentaries on making cocaine, and I haven't certainly watched Gordon Ramsay assessing cocaine being <laughs> oh, made. Oh, I, I remember that. But yeah. I really endorse people finding that documentary. <laughs> you donkey! You cut it <laughs> the with cocaine some... is wrong! Right, I love we're over here on the farm, <laughs> and we've got some fillets, yes, and some beautiful salad, yes, and these coca leaves. He actually does by. do that. It's actually hilarious. <laughs> For a documentary I've never seen. It's hilarious. Come here, everybody. Come here. Come here. Touch it. Wait, wait, wait. Is, is this the product you're putting out? You've given up. Oh, sorry, listeners. Um, <laughs> you're not sorry. I just watched the uh, hot ones with him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like hot ones. But, yeah, he's pretty yeah. interesting in that. So we, uh, we love him to pieces. Y'all feel ready for face off oh face boy off. do i ever i think yeah i've definitely got a face off all right yeah. has a face off. uh okay no, i'll go because yep. adrian went first on his segment that's true <laughs> and i'm oh, flipping nuts. the script <laughs> <laughs> so because my last one was a classic 80s comedy duo this one also is a comedy duo as the cook we have billy crystal the executioner Ooh. is joe piscopo Agent in charge is Gilda Radner. The man is Sinbad. The snitch is Howie Mandel. And the boss is Robin Williams, the king of cocaine. We get to see Howie Mandel tortured? Oh my god, make it right now. Obviously. (laughs) I love you, Howie. (laughs) The days of Bobby's world are over. (laughs) (laughs) Pay no attention to this cocaine. (laughs) Heck with that, I'm watching Eat the Cat. Kumbaya! (laughs) 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 Bitches of the back. And Adrian. Okay, so uh, I, I I got it rearranged a little bit, right? So mm-hmm. I th- I think that one of the solutions to the problem of this quagmire of a movie is that the agent in charge should be sort of an unknown quantity who you don't really see, but you feel her influence until the end when she is revealed, much like Mrs. Voorhees. Therefore, I think the agent in charge should have been Betsy Palmer. Um, for the Fishburne character, the man, I think Clarence Williams the third. Mm-hmm. For the snitch, I'm thinking Stuart Margolin. Uh, for the cook, David Jansen, the fugitive himself. Uh, I want a screenplay by David Shaber, and I'd like it to be directed and scored by Gordon Park Sr., director of Shaft. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Anthony, did you have a, a, a another cast? Uh, not again. Y'all go hard on this shit, okay? I am, like, in <laughs> awe. Dude, of- I have to follow them up every goddamn week, and I hate it. You could cost <laughs> a kilo, is 800K. <laughs> do you, like, scour IMDb for, like, names to just, like, pull from? Do you watch, like, Shaw Brothers I, movies? I generally go, like, go with the theme. <laughs> Honestly, I just pull the shit out of my ass, like, the night Donnie before. Donnie pulls it out of his ass. I'll, I'll try to think of a specific year and production company I'd like to go with, right? So, for, like, the time frame to work on this one, it can't be much later than around 83. 
Adrian I actually initially wanted Gordon like... Parks Jr., director of Superfly, but he actually died in a plane crash in 79, <laughs> yeah. so it wouldn't have worked. See, Adrian is like uh, like Rain Man, but for IMDb. And like he, he, we used to play a game of like, uh, it's like six degrees of separation, but like you would mention one actor and the next person had to come up with an actor that was in such and such movie with them and then so on and so forth. And I learned not to play with him anymore because he always fucking wins. Ten minutes to Wapner. He knows all like the the weirdest. No, you just you just have to remember a couple of key movies with really good casts, like Apocalypse Mm. Now and Top Gun. Once you get those, you you always win with Top Gun with fucking Top Gun. Because we had Lawrence Fishburne in this one, and he was in Apocalypse Now with Frederick Forrest, who was in Valley Girl with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But I'm sorry. Okay, so, um, so in any case, uh, I'm thinking. You know that this is going to be like we need a cast befitting the the B movie status uh, of the following <laughs> script. And so, first and foremost for me, the chef is played by Treat Williams. Um, All right, Prince of the City. Yes, fuck yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh God, the, the, where he was the the principal who would beat the shit out of all the guys that were trying to. That's right. The oh, substitute. Yeah. The two. Yes. He, he was the substitute. Substitute yes, because substitute. yeah. Yeah. Thank you. See, for me, Treat Williams is from Everwood. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, I love that show. Gives um, me Everwood. He was, he was yes in those, in those substitute uh, movies that I uh, would walk past the. Uh, boxes when i worked at blockbuster back when that was a viable i mean most people did yeah um (laughs) oh you worked at blockbuster and adrian worked at hollywood video fight for four years (laughs) i had guys coming into my store all the time going so where you got the pornos be like (laughs) yeah no everybody wanted porn sir and you have to be like sir we're a family store go to palmer video for those um, and then the only other the only other role that I could really envision is the snitch played by Gilbert Gottfried. I think that would just be awesome. <laughs> my sister, my daughter. What am I supposed to do with these goddamn dead hookers? <laughs> I, would, I would really do it, but my son is asleep in the next room, and I know that if I were to get to that volume, he'd wake up and then Cage's kiss We don't want you dead. <laughs> Linda starts seeing dollar signs in her eyes. <laughs> Talking about hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I was totally thinking of Gilbert Gottfried earlier, too, because when we were all talking about um, celebrities reading porn, (laughs) I was thinking of when Donnie told me that Gilbert Gottfried read uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes, which is what I own and is sitting on my bookshelf is his copy of that that he signed after reading. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, For my face off, I have it written and directed by Guy Ritchie. Uh, and I am replacing the cast with uh, Benicio del Toro, uh, Dennis Farina, Vinnie Jones, Brad Pitt, uh, oh. uh, Jason Statham. And... Look at all A-list over here. Uh, yeah, because I am I am just Look, fucking Donnie, replacing this movie her. with Snatch. Because <laughs> fuck this movie. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> this movie so hard i would rather just watch snatch 
Thank you. I mean, uh, I would like you to see, watch Snatch over this movie. But, oh, you talk about the film. Never mind. Brad's <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> Pitt nice. and Del Toro. One of them's going to be naked. All right. <laughs> you better back that ass up. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. So, Snatch, everybody. <laughs> Yeah. You heard it here, Linda likes Snatch. <laughs> yeah, it's like that one movie, Twat. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. Cut. No. <laughs> <laughs> Were y'all able to find any sort of cagey wisdom? Um, Don't pay oh, extra for a strap-on. And certainly ask them to remove mm. it if you're not going to pay for that. Oh, yeah. Um, don't, don't, uh, miss your kid's piano recital. Have your drug friend drive you to the piano recital and deal with the dead hookers later. You got to <laughs> prioritize that shit. They'll oh, keep yeah. for a little while. Just spray them with some Febreze or some shit. You know, <laughs> don't yeah. just do say co- you brought some don't friends. Do drugs directly outside of a hospital ER and then yes! surprised when you get picked up <laughs> <laughs> again, everything at the proper time. that was that was one of the pieces of wisdom i found but also you touched on my my other piece of wisdom which was um if you're a drug dealer or a or a drug mule and uh you keep like taking a bit of it and like cutting some of it (laughs) um and if somebody stole some of it and the drug lord says you came in short You've been doing this a lot lately. And then they're all cool all of a sudden. It's probably because you're going to die. You only did a little and the little bit got more and more. And then before I knew it, a little bit more than before. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep trying to get a little better. (laughs) When they go get the sauce, you should probably just try running, maybe. (laughs) Not that it will do you any good. From the store, (laughs) what if he was so fucked up that he only thought he'd pulled up to the hospital? What if it was something else entirely, like a children's daycare? (laughs) Or like our next movie, because it's gonna be fun. We get into this. He could have just said, "How about a story first? (laughs) (laughs) You like stories? They'll understand soon." Yeah, and uh, also keep your eyes closed while I talk to Peaches. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're running a little bit hot tonight. You can barely see the road from the heat coming off it. Let me just ease down between my legs. (laughs) Ease the seat back. What radio program I was listening to before, but they, oh, yeah, I think it was probably yeah. Mark and Brian, where they talked yeah. to some guy who legally changed his name to Teabag because he thought the line was ease, or was it uh, uh not the teabag? He thought it was sweet yeah, bag. ease the teabag. No, I thought <laughs> it was, it was like, sweet back and. Maybe. I can't remember. You're going to legally change your name. At least look at the liner notes first. Yeah, they had to break it. At least it wasn't like like you, Adrian, doing karaoke where you poured sugar on you or had a woman rather (laughs) do so while you were singing. That was unplanned. That was the spontaneity of the moment. And unfortunately, it was a very thick sugar. It was unbleached. (laughs) (laughs) It was the big old sugar nuggets, like the salt on pretzels. These things happened. 
So, uh, <laughs> please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss, especially on Apple Podcasts or over on Podchaser. Yeah. Uh, if you yeah. go on Apple Podcasts, uh, download and rate and review. It helps us immensely because it helps other people find us. Um, also, check out our stuff on YouTube. It features that awesome Adrian art as well as the oh. uh, awesome stills from the uh, the show or the movie, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, oh. Also, you could check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Cages Kiss for just a dollar a month. You can get awesome things yeah, like uh, access to our bonus child. content or uh, this uh, last month. It was uh, stickers uh, that Adrian designed uh, some oh. awesome cage stickers. Um, you can also get ca- uh, stickers and buttons for a little bit more. And uh, plus uh, you can get a ringtone. Uh, we've got the, a ringtone from our theme song, and um, I think I got a notification up there of just a, a cage from, uh, um, oh God, what was that called? Uh, kill, oh God, the one where he goes, fuck! Oh, uh, dead, Deadfall? <laughs> yes, Deadfall. Deadfall. Somebody just tried to kill me, man! <clears throat> <laughs> it used to be my notification, but then Carlo had a problem with it. <laughs> so, oh, wow. and, and weird, I know, but I, I didn't want to go to the workplace with that. <laughs> so, uh, remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter at, at Cage's Kiss. And I'm sorry, I've been uh, struggling to find enough spoons lately, and uh, I've been really fucking bad at keeping up on there, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to catch up now. Um, Put Cage's you, Kiss on your list. And Cage's Fist oh. on your, <laughs> right. your other list. <laughs> um, you could write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. Uh, check out my other podcast about witches and history and stories of all media, uh, bed knobs and broom flicks. You know, we're awesome because we've got licks at the end. Uh, it's B R O O M F L I C K S. Uh, also check me out as Lila in dispatches disassociation and as Patrice and Lieutenant Murphy in coyotes bluff. Adrian, where can the people find you? Murphy, um, Robocop, um, um, uh, I'm on DeviantArt and Patreon, both as Leo the Fox, L-E-O-T-H-E-F-O-X, all lowercase, all one word, all run together. My extra special artworks are all around there on Patreon. You can see the super secret ones that you can see for a dollar. I would like a dollar, please. Um, I am on YouTube as A.A. Smith, and there is content on there you should go look right now to find out if there ain't. Content. And I'm on Goodreads and places and content. Yes. <laughs> There's actually a 30 second animation on there that is titled content. Ooh. Yeah. Good. What's, what's, what's Donnie got? Yeah. What I got, got a half a key and a lot of dreams. <laughs> I'm uh, unreal oh. goals on the Twitter and as well as on the YouTube with my other depressing cast called wisdom in the bottle, which I'm getting ready to post the third episode very shortly. I'm also Lekua Blue on, what the hell is it, Twitch, where I will actually be streaming some ghost hunting and phasmophobia here shortly, and it's going to be something interesting, because it's going to be while I'm watching some Dolomite in the background, so it may affect the ghost oh. hunting, we'll, we'll find out. Oh, and, and speaking I also, of which, uh, uh, last uh, month we uh, we played with uh, we played Phasmophobia with it was all Donnie's idea and his planning. We played Phasmophobia with our patrons from yes. Patreon, 
And uh, Steve from Everything I Learned from Movies actually uh, got a prize for being the uh, the first dead. It's <laughs> yeah. actually some pretty Which awesome prizes. Which wasn't me. Congrats, for Steve. I lived. <laughs> Linda made a room called Watch Donnie Die, and Donnie didn't <laughs> die. <laughs> oh, Linda oh you see that? <clears throat> but I'm but, sorry, Donnie. Uh, were you not finished? Oh, I'm far from finished because, as Linda mentioned with our website, Cage's Kiss, I also have Donnie's Reviews on Cage's Kiss, where I've been nice. reviewing old throwback films and stuff from our childhood, as well as why was this even here. And my latest project was why It Chapter 2 was a crappier film than it should have been when it could have been amazing like the first film. Hmm. And, oh yeah, it's actually pretty good. Actually, I'll go over some creepy moments that were really awesome in the first film, which they didn't bring over to the second film. But other than that, I've got a pocket full of miracles, and lastly, but certainly not leastly, I am the boy who blew, still, on Pornhub. <laughs> do not follow me, please. I really do mean that. <laughs> and soon to be uh, four fans only, or was it the only fans? <laughs> yes, I'm going to be our Cages Kiss only fans, and it'll be about $15 a month. Thank you very much. <laughs> the boy who blew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gee, and Donnie, can... where can I get a scam like that going? <laughs> <laughs> the internet, my friend. <laughs> Somebody uh, needs to climb over my paywall here. <laughs> Anthony, can you tell us about your show, your awesome show? Thank you. Um, again, thank you. first off, thank you all for having me. This has been uh, an absolute Yay. delight. Oh, it's uh, It's such a delightful shit show to be part of uh, <laughs> yes uh, we planned it that we're way. gonna use that and, quote and by the again way. <laughs> uh thank you for inviting me to the fuckery um <laughs> my uh my show is capes on the couch we offer uh, mental health and psychiatric evaluations of comic book characters um and uh i get to role play a skit every week as the character in a therapy session i promise you it's a lot more fun than it sounds um we are uh, we're really on Facebook, is. Instagram, and Twitter at Capes on the Couch. Our website is capesonthecouch.live. Uh, we have a Patreon, which we are deemed to have adult content because the, uh, the episodes on Patreon Ooh. swear. So you, so you can't search for oh. it. So you have to go to patreon.com slash capesonthecouch to subscribe, and you can unlock all sorts of fun additional uh, content there. To hear them fuck words. Yes, you can, in fact, yeah. hear them fuck words uh, and them shit words. Oh. Um, Ooh. But uh, and we have a, a T Public site, so you go to tpublic.com and you search for Capes on the Couch, and you can get all sorts of fun merch there. And uh, and then you know you could follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Anthony Sitko. But I promise my feed is nowhere near as fun or active uh, as <laughs> the one for the podcast. Because who cares about me? It's it's all about the podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, Donnie, like I feel like that's true for me too because I No, I am I'm a social media. <laughs> no, well, I'm I'm <clears throat> saying that with you, I think it's it's different because I, I'm the one who does the social media and I'm like way better at keeping up with the the podcast Twitter accounts rather than my my own personal one, but you're you're pretty good about like having some good content on hey, your personal one. Hey. <laughs> We need more people following. And that just reminded me because I 
got blasted in my brain by this powdery stuff I found in the mail, and it could be anthrax. I'm not sure yet. I'll let <laughs> you know. Strap if I, uh, I too with? was in Coyote's Bluff with my sister. And that's yes, right. Yes. Yeah. And I also played a very fun character named Ben in the Night of the Living Dead radio drama from <laughs> Cinema Recall. <laughs> I know oh. that character. The Attic! <laughs> <That> fellow. <laughs> so, uh, you'll be hearing from us next week when we cover Kill Chain. Kill Chain! Which you can... Oh boy, Kill Chain! Oh boy! <laughs> Yay! Next week will surely be rad. Oh, That's God. how you unlock prestige in Call of Duty. You get a Kill Chain. Actually, uh... after next week, I think we're going to have to be on Capes on the Couch. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need some serious therapy. You see, my father always loved my sister much better than he loved me. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh boy. I'm so tempted to go into some bad seed stuff, but okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, so we yeah, started you off this shit con- show quoting fucking Aqua Teen Hunger Force of Meat Wild, so. That's right. Anything else could be. You knew she what is a Russian was. prostitute, and you will address her as such. Someone's gonna get their dick ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches leave. Listen, I told you when we oh, met Dr. that I wasn't a leprechaun. All right. <laughs> I was from Connecticut, and I was half Korean, and you said it didn't matter. <laughs> so apparently you can only find kill chain uh streaming on amazon prime um, it's so free if, <laughs> yeah if you have a subscription it's free so woohoo my um, my advice is just to look at the title and the poster and then go to sleep or possibly do mushrooms and then imagine the movie that you think goes with it you'll be more yeah. entertained <laughs> that was a nice movie yeah. Um, but uh yeah, until then, bitches in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, what can I do? Bitches in the cage, back and I feel blue around me. Cage, oh, what cage, cage, peach. I could eat a peach for hours. Please.